0: Welcome back to the Millennium Beat. I'm your host, Kevin James. Today we have a continuation of last week's podcast with Fawn Collette. This is the last interview that I did with her. So join us to have the story that she's gonna tell us called Remember Me. It's dealing with a book that she was working on when she passed away. So right now, let's listen to a sponsor and we'll be back in a few seconds. I would like to thank McLeod Painting Group of Vero Beach, Florida for sponsoring this week's show. They specialize in interior and exterior painting. They're licensed and insured with over 45 years of experience, expanding over three generations. Give them a call at 772-501-0324 and tell them that Kevin James sent you. Again, that number is 772-501-0324. Thanks for sticking around. If you'd like to know more about how to become a sponsor, please email me at kevinjames at com. and I will fill you in on how to become a sponsor. You can also go to our website at www.tmb2000.net or themillenniumb.com. So let's get into uh, the message, but first let's have a, a brief 60 second intro.
1: Everybody, welcome back. If this is your uh, second time or third time following us, great. I'm glad you're here. Um, this is the Millennium Beat uh, with your host Kevin James. I am the host, Kevin James, and I'm here in Vero Beach doing an interview with Fawn Collette, the uh, the author known around the world as the the you I would say the the book whisperer, but the, you know the Jesus whisperer, the dog whisperer. So she has many titles, but uh, I call her friend Grandma. You know, so I'm. I'm I've. Uh, as I always say, it's funny that I'm doing interviews. I've done a few of them, and back when I first started doing this, that I'm not interested in telling stories. But, but um, she's changed her tune, and yeah, that's what you said to me. I said I. I, I put you on the back of the burner. I said she yes, don't want to do stories. I ain't got. I ain't got to waste my time. So, but I'm glad I, I, you know, you changed your mind because we've got some great (laughs) conversations. And so, uh, let me welcome, welcome you to your own house.
2: Well, thank you. It's so good. It's good good to be here.
1: (laughs) It's good to be here.
2: To have you here. And yeah.
1: So we get done. Millennium beat. The millennium beat with your host, Kevin James, uh, encouraging the world one story at a time. Right. And that's what we do. We like to encourage people, give them hope. So, um. Uh, Yeah, it just came in my mind. Uh, What kind of hope do you want to give them today? Because I know you've been running through some issues. That's
2: interesting because the Bible says, God said, I know the plans I have for you. (laughs) Right. And Jeremiah, he said, plans for a hope, a future, and a destiny. Right. Wow. And so one day I said to the Lord, how? What is hope doing in eternity? He said, Three things will last forever faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. But he said, You know, there, there's three things that will last forever. And I said, What? I see faith in eternity. Right. I have no problem with that. I see love in eternity. I have no problem with that. But what in the world <laughs> and out of the world is hope doing? Mm -hmm. In eternity. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, there will always be something to aspire to in my kingdom. Hmm. There will always be something to aspire to. In other words, that hope assures us (laughs) Mm. of the faith we've been believing for. Right. (laughs) I'm turning it around a little bit, but faith is the assurance Of what we hope for. And it's evidence. Hope is evidence of what we haven't yet seen. Seen. Now isn't that something? Right. And then the Bible says this is the victory that overcomes the world. Right. Even our faith. Mm. Faith, hope, and charity. Faith, hope, and love. Mm. The greatest of these is love. Love is the greatest gift we have. It's the greatest commission we have. Right. It is God's heart. It's who he is. As a matter of fact, this is what he told me. I don't want to jump ahead of you. Right. Go ahead. I don't want to jump ahead of you. But um, he told me that love is who he is. And he said, now that you've written your book, mm-hmm. The Jesus Whisperer, <laughs> right. he said, I want you to write mine. Move your I want you to write mine. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. <laughs> I thought I did. right? But obviously, he had something even deeper in mind okay. than, than I did. So, so I said, well, what do you want me to write? And he said, all these years, through half a century, he said, through half a century of prophecies that I've given you mm-hmm. for the body of Christ, he said, you've cherished them, you've set them aside, you haven't exploited them, even though they were prophetic words from me, for the body of Christ. Right. He said, you cherish them and you set them aside, sanctify them, just like I sanctified you (laughs) for special treatment. And he said, now this is a special treatment that you take these prophetic words, these prophecies, and that you put them into print and that you let people know that these were words that you were not aware of that were hidden in your spirit. Okay. And he said these words as deep calls to deep. Mm -hmm. These words are crying out to a lost and dying world. Come. It's time to get ready. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Whatsoever things are good and lovely and pure and of good report if there's any virtue if there's any praise set your heart and your mind on these things. Right. Fix your heart and your mind on these things. So, I started really pulling out the, the prophecies right. that God had given me. But he said, I want you to do a devotional. Mm-hmm. But he said, I want you to do it around a, a four themes. Okay. And seasonal. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. He said, I want you to do these in uh, remembrance of who I am, Mm -hmm. not who people think I am, Mm -hmm. but who I really am. I am love, that's who I am. That's my name, that's my nature, that's what I want people to know. I'm not some ogre sitting up on a throne with javelins waiting to throw (laughs) a javelin at someone who's the Mark. Right. He said, I'm a loving father. Mm -hmm. And he said, just to give you an idea, Mm -hmm. just like the Song of Solomon, Mm -hmm. where the lovers ran towards each other. Right. Valuing what they saw. Valuing what they saw. Right. He said... I have uh, placed uh, love in them as the greatest gift. Okay. Okay. All of them. Right. They are to follow me. Mm-hmm. They are my children. They've been made in my image and in my likeness. Mm-hmm. And he said, and that's who they need to mimic. That's who they need to follow, okay. is love. And so it was powerful to me. He really imprinted that in my heart, mm-hmm. that he had called me to identify who he really is versus how the world has seen him. The world has seen him as judge. And he said, I did have to judge. He said, I couldn't be a just... God if I didn't judge as a sin mm-hmm. that so easily besets my children. Right. He said I had to address that. But at the same time that I addressed that sin, he said I had to um I had to open up eyes and and let them see, my children see right. that this is a time to come home. It's like the prodigal came Mm -hmm. running home to the father, hoping to get a mere, eager, meager (laughs) um, uh, substance to hold on to life until it was over here on earth, just to get by. Mm -hmm. You know, God told me, He said, I want my children to know that. I'm not calling them to just get by. I'm calling them to put on love, to take every thought captive mm-hmm. to the obedience of Christ, right every thought captive, and so it's a whole new ball game mm-hmm. It's a whole different concept right so so what he told me is. With, with the prodigal son, I'm sorry, I'm taking a little drink here. Oh, yeah,
1: that's fine. No problem. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So we got the title so far. We, we know the title of what you're working on. Well,
2: with the prodigal son, he said. Okay. The prodigal um, was running towards home, but before he even touched the soil, Mm-hmm. of his father's land. The father knew he was coming. Right. And the father said, and so I grabbed his sandals, I grabbed the royal robe and the signet ring, and I ran towards him. Right. So much harder and so much faster. And he said, it's time for my children to come home and to let them know I'm a good good father right? and he said I want in this I want in this uh, I want in this uh, book this devotional not just devotionals like you know what can you do for me but what I've done for you mm. <laughs> and That you need to see my goodness. Okay. You need to see that my mercies are brand new every morning. From everlasting to everlasting. You need to know I've got your back. Mm. (laughs) You need to know I've got this. Right. And he said, you need to know that I am the author and the perfecter, the finisher of your faith. And what I begin... I will perfect until I come again. So this we're wrapping it up, folks. (laughs) Oh yeah. We're wrapping it up. And he said um, for the when you take communion, he said, when my disciples were at the table the last supper, I took a loaf that had been unmolested, that had been unviolated. And I took that loaf and I tore it. And as I tore it, I took a whole loaf and all of a sudden it was imperfect. And I began to pass it around. Hmm. And I would say, this is my body, broken for you, torn for you. Take and eat. And when you do, remember me. Wow. And then he said, this is the cup of my covenant, my blood covenant with you. Mm -hmm. Take and drink, and when you do, remember me. Mm. I'm a good, good father. Eye is not seen, ear is not heard. It hasn't even entered into the heart of man the things that I prepared for those who love me and for those who I love. So you have much to look forward to in my kingdom. And that's what Remember Me is all about.
1: That is cool.
2: Getting to know him.
1: Now, you said this is a devotional? It's a devotional. By four seasons.
2: It's divided in, the theme is divided into four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall. Okay. And it's divided into the Jewish feast. Oh, Okay of of those four seasons. All right. And the feast that God will carry out throughout eternity. You know why? He said, I love a good party. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. A merry heart does good like a medicine. David said, I was glad, very glad, when he said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord today. There'll be singing, they'll be dancing There'll be victory right. in the house of the Lord today.
1: Well, I'm thinking with the Bride of Christ. It's gonna be a wedding, it's gonna, it's be, a, it's wonderful. gonna be a it's gonna be a uh, eternity party. It's gonna be great. Wonder filled. That's cool. That's Wonder-filled. cool. Wonder
2: filled. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonder Filled.
1: Wow. So what, okay, let's fill in as of, of November 7th of the recording of this thing. Um, you, where is the status of, of the, uh, remember me, where, what, where are we at? What stage?
2: Well, um, as of course it's 365, 64 day, okay. um, devotional. And, uh, so I've started, I'm on, I just finished day one.
1: <laughs> day one. All right. And so now God don't tell me you're doing a day a day. Uh, I, <laughs> so, it, it'll be another year before that one comes well, out.
2: But here we go. Uh, you know, the medical uh, society is saying you, they said four years ago, you might have a year to live.
1: Right. Four years ago.
2: Uh huh. And now they've got me on hospice and they said you might have three months and then they put me on. Uh, another restraint here and said, you might have <laughs> two months. And then they said, you're not going to live past October.
1: Right. And this and, is November right now. And we're
2: in November. Yes.
1: So you, 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 you're proving them wrong.
2: The Lord is life. Right. And I told the doctors, I said, look, if I pass, you know, and all of us will, it's appointed unto every man wants to die. Oh, yeah. And then comes the judgment. We're all going to pass. I'm not asking for longevity of, uh, of life. I'm not asking for more days. I'm satisfied with what God gives me right. for my life. He has called me, and he has written my days in his book. Right. All of my days were written in his book before there was one of them. Right. He wrote those days in his books. Not one book books so my days are written in his books right and they're his days i'm his idea i'm an extension of his life right it is no longer i who lives it's christ it's who lives in you living in me the mystery of the ages is christ in me the hope of glory right cool. wow
1: Happen. that's cool that's cool so we're i guess we're praying uh for supernatural strength that you don't take a day to write each devotional day <laughs> <laughs> Cause uh, you, I mean, you want to get, cause you want to get. No, we're thing.
2: we're getting it out. You get I mean,
1: it out. Yeah, you want to get, you know, this written in the next couple of months. You
2: can fool some of the people some, some of the time. the time, but
1: you can't, you fool, can't fool all me. the people all the time. And you
2: can't fool God any anytime. Time.
1: <laughs> that was Abraham Lincoln plus Fawn. It's you know, <laughs> we never heard that part before, but that is so true. You and then there's God. another
2: truth I like um, that uh, Winston Churchill said. If you're going through hell, keep on going. going.
1: Don't stop. I've, I've heard that in churches before.
2: Yeah.
1: And I also think Winston Churchill's also one of his famous statements is never, never, never give up, never give up. I think yeah. that was one of Winston Churchill's fans. Yeah. But, uh, you know, God's strength on you, um, the His task. Um, we'll save the next part like what's after this you know a little bit later next time I come in town sometime after the New Year's because I I know I'll be back in two weeks but uh, uh, for you know Amy's birthday a friend of mine's but uh, I have to go back to my other job so i won't stay long i don't have time monday morning i'm getting up and going i don't have time to to do an unfortunately do any interviews at all so and then christmas is coming and new year's and and then after the first of the year so i'm still praying as you know or i'm in the process of getting the millennium bus so um hopefully by the time we all hear this podcast that the millennium bus is on the road and uh and all that kind of stuff, so I'll just be looking forward to it, and, and uh, so I can do more stories, hear more stories like yours, and share share the gospel uh, around the world, and tell people, and give people hope, so I know this podcast, do you want to say anything in closing before I, uh, I close this show, I know it's a little shorter, um, but again, you know, conditions as you've been sitting for Uh, an hour and a half we've been doing it you know in your chair but uh it probably is a little in you know not inconvenient but a little uncomfortable at times for you
2: i am uh, so good kevin
1: you're so good but what would you like okay in closing we've got a couple minutes we can do what would you like to tell people not that this is the last time you would ever speak to them but it, it might be on their half they're listening and they might not be around. What would you like to say to somebody if it was the last thing they could he- ever hear? What would you say to them? Uh, You're know. reading your text messages here. So well, I, you want no, me to stall? He gave
2: me, no, he I'll, gave me. He gave you something. Uh, when he told me to write this. Remember me. Remember me. Okay. He gave me this. All right. Let's about talk. the water and the blood. Okay. Okay, and I wrote it down. I got it in church. Uh, I wrote it down, and it, it just was so powerful. Okay. And he said, It started in the garden when I anguished over you, sweating blood profusely for what I was about to do. I exchanged my rifle, heavenly place, for this body of blood. and flesh I willingly stood in the gap and bled so you could enter into my rest I withheld nothing not a drop of blood was spared from the garden to the cross all I had was shared my blood flowed from that body Representing also frail, redeeming mankind justly, my mercies never fail. Now, I am seated far above, and I've conquered death and sin. And you are seated with me, if you've been born again. I contemplated every need, and I held nothing back. Every need and every deed, so there would be no lack. The water and the blood poured out. As my side was pierced so deep, the Holy Spirit was my blood, covering every need awakened from your sleep. Wow. It was a second day and night in hell, and it really didn't go so well. The devil hated all that light and knew he lost his gruesome fight. Jesus called him out in front of all his slaves while an open display of him he made, taking the keys of hell and death, freeing the captives, revealing his best. And the real day is the day of righteousness, Resurrection Day, as we his children remember him for giving us his very best and entering in to his day of rest. And the Lord said to me, in that garden, in your generation, they have finally proven that a man can agonize to the place that he sweats blood. Right. And the baby boomer generation has finally been scientifically proven that a man could sweat to the place that he agonized, to the place that he sweated blood and not just little beads, but sweated profusely. Oh well. And that's what he said. I didn't just have little droplets right. of blood. He said I bled profusely. Because he says three times I asked the father, Would you remove this cup from me? Yet not my will. Right. But thy will be done. And three times the answer was the same. And he kept coming back and found his disciples sleeping. And he said, couldn't you tarry with me for an hour? And I realized after looking at that third time, he wasn't asking for himself. He didn't need them, although we need each other. Right. He didn't need them to pray for him. He said, it's important for your sake, so that you have protection. Right. So you need to stay alert so that when the day of evil comes, you'll be prepared. Oh. And so that's, that's where we're at. We're at that time where he said, okay, the, he's at the door. He's at the door. Let's get ready now. We're called to step up higher.
1: Cool. i'm thinking right now someone is listening and they're saying that's me you know i hear god standing at the door why don't you fun lead them through you know accepting the door accepting christ into their life and making the step and the decision to accept the lord as their savior and you know the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost coming, you know, filling them up. So why don't you pray for them I and mean, then what we'll do is we'll close we'll close right after that. So
2: So Lord, we just come to you joyfully. You said to rejoice in you always, and again, you said rejoice. Count it all joy when we suffer various trials, knowing that the working of our faith works patience and perseverance and steadfastness and let patience have her perfect work so we will be perfect, complete, entire and lacking and no good thing. God, everything that you put in my heart, you've placed there. This isn't religion we're talking about. We're talking about relationship. We're talking about you are good, good father. Yes, Lord. And we are asking you, Father, that every heart that is crying out for justice, (laughs) every heart that is calling out for someone to stand in the gap, for someone that needs a... How can I say it? That somebody needs a... um, Commander-in-Chief. Right. Uh, a, a
1: a Savior, someone to save him.
2: Yes, but in, in layman's terms, Father, that someone would just have a warrior that would stand by their side. Someone that would have to be willing to stand with them. That just like your word says, when you come into our life, If we ask sincerely, you hear us, and you don't turn away, and that you give us new life, that old things pass away. All things are brand new. So I invite you, Holy Spirit, to fill them and to have them with a commander-in-chief that will be their best friend. Holy Spirit, you are here as our best friend. And I'm asking you to touch their lives, change their lives, fill them with praise, fill them with power, fill them with glory, fill them with you, (laughs) and bless them. Take away the pain, the discomfort, the dis-ease, and let them know with confidence you're the author. You are the finisher. You began it. You'll perfect it. That settles it. And we look forward to every day with you, Lord. It's better than the day before. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. Hey, everybody. You've been listening to The Melanin Beat with your host, Kevin James. I'm Kevin James. And I appreciate y'all being here and listening. Um, thank you, Fawn, for uh, having me here. So, everybody, we'll catch you guys next week, same time, same channel. So... God bless, everyone. This has been a Millennium Beat production. Views and
0: opinions of the guests aren't not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat. I want to introduce you to a new program we are starting in 2023. It is a program where people can contribute, sponsor, or become a super sponsor to help support what we do at the Millennium Beat. We are also developing a partner program to help reach our goals of reaching people. More information will be on our website where you can fill out a form to become a sponsor or partner and make payments directly to us from our website.